Welcome to the Nature Reliance Podcast, where we explore the history and practical experience of the great outdoors and discover new ways to connect with nature. I'm Craig Cottle, your guide through the fascinating world of natural living and survival skills through experiential education and interviews. Today's episode is brought to you by the Nature Reliance School Online Membership, an immersive online learning experience designed for outdoor enthusiasts just like you. Are you passionate about the outdoors? Do you crave more knowledge about disaster readiness, wilderness survival, bushcraft, tracking, and nature awareness? If so, the Nature Reliance School online membership is your gateway to a community of like-minded individuals, all dedicated to learning and sharing essential outdoor skills. With the Nature Reliance School online membership, you get exclusive access to a wealth of resources, including expert-led tutorials, interactive webinars, and a library of engaging courses, downloadable books, and documents. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced outdoorsman, there's always something new to learn. So don't wait. Click on the link below to join the Nature Reliance School online membership today. Embrace the wilderness, enhance your skills, and become part of a community that values nature as much as you do. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Nature Reliance Media Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Nature Reliance School Hands-On Coursework. Our students come from over 25 different states and from all walks of life. Nothing compares to the satisfaction of experiential learning in the outdoors and sharing a campfire with like-minded people. During the upcoming fall of 2019, there are a variety of classes that would help you be more comfortable and educated on all things outdoors. Look in the description below for a link to our course calendar with classes in Wilderness Navigation, Basic Survival, and Nature Immersion. Beginners and experienced persons alike will gain much from getting in the woods with us. The best part is that listeners of this podcast get a sweet discount. Just use the discount code PODCAST for 20% off any class you sign up for this fall. Come on, join in. And let's all learn together. Welcome to the Nature Reliance Media Podcast, where we bring nature to you. Our goal is to share the experiences of experts in outdoor pursuits to help educate, enrich, and entertain about the natural world that surrounds us. Spending time outside is scientifically proven to be good for us all. We want to share the things that you need to enjoy it and to do so safely. If you like this podcast, then please subscribe and give us a positive review. Also, please click the share button on any podcast and pass it on to your family and friends. Hey everybody, this is Craig Cottle for the Nature Reliance Media Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. I've got a fantastic topic to discuss with you today. Hopefully you get some great ideas for you to involve your kids in the outdoors after listening to this podcast. Now I'm going to go ahead and tell you I read an article on REI's website about this topic and they presented about, I don't know, 10 to 15 different things that are help you make hiking a lot more fun for your kids, for your family. And what I thought I would do was just build upon that foundation of that article and talk about some experiences I've had on each one of these topics to help you, again, do exactly what they wanted to do, which is get more people outside. Thanks to REI, I have a link for their article down below. 
That way you can read it for yourself, and uh, we'll go over it from here. So they had basically several different things that are going to make it easier or more fun or entertaining, educational to get your kids outside. And the first was just in essence to help get your kids outside is plan the hike together. And what they were talking about and what I've done in the past is ask your kids what it is that they want to do. When my kids were growing up, one of the things that we did is we we had a we had our spot, and that's a spot that we did a little short hike, and we went swimming in an area lake. We had another spot where we went to the creek that we called it Buck Creek, and we would end up playing in the water there as well. But that hike right there was a super easy hike because everything was basically level. Uh, it did get us out into the middle of the woods a little bit more. Very rarely did we see other people. And so there were times that we would do one or the other, or we'd do any number of things. Hey, we just want to go out and eat some of our raspberry crumble. You know, that's one of the things that we did as a family growing up is we had certain, you know, backpacker meals that we would take out. I'll get into that in a minute. The second thing that REI recommends is to assign your kids a job. And I'm all about this one. I love this one. And what that means is that uh, you might give them a particular task. That task is that one of them is going to be the medic. Hey, we had uh, on the Survival Show podcast the other day, we had Joe Alton and Nurse Amy on, and they talked about trying to get a medic embedded in each and every family. And I love that idea. Over on that, but you can check out that podcast. I'll have a link for it down below as well. One of the things that comes out of that that you can utilize for this is to have you know, a first aid kit that one of the kids is responsible for carrying. You know, they have their own pack and they get to carry whatever they want to. But today, little little man or little gal, you get to be little woman. You get to be the medic for the day. So you're going to carry the first aid kit in case somebody needs it. That's a, that's a really good idea. One of the things that we used to do with our kids is, is uh, we would give them responsibility for carrying uh, we would divvy up, one would carry the backpacker stove, one would carry the fuel, one would carry the meal and, and any number of things. And we would go out and we would fix an outdoor meal with backpacker meals, usually Mountain House or some of that nature, and have a good time out as a as a family. You know, bring a friend along. That's number three. That's another good suggestion. If you have friends of the family or maybe cousins or some of that nature, you can invite those your kids' friends out so they can do something else besides just hang out the house, play video games. And that shares the experience with another family. You may get the other family involved, and they may not be interested in being outdoors. That, uh, that will help affect another group. The next one, and I've told this story about my daughter several times, but the next one is go at their pace. But here's a story about my daughter, Lily. We had a one year we were going out springtime. We were going to go hiking, and we had a spot that that I knew would have little salamanders in this wood pond. Uh, when I say wood pond, a woods pond, you know, out in the middle of the forest. I really wanted Lily. She was little. Zane was just a baby. He was he was in a backpack. That's my son. I really wanted them to go see these salamanders. I thought they would think they were cool. So we got out of the car and right next to the back door where I unbuckled my daughter from the car seat was an anthill. And while we were getting all the gear ready and everything to pack up, my daughter got to playing with this anthill and looking at the ants and, and watching them go in and out and basically just sitting there watching them more than anything and was just fascinated by it. And I was like, come on, it's time to go. And she's like, I'm just looking at the ants, Dad, kind of thing. And I was like, no, honey, it's time to go. we got to go. And she's like, no, I'm looking, I want to look at these ants. I want to play with these ants. And it hit me. I mean, it hit me pretty hard. It was a, one of the 
biggest lessons of my life is that I really wanted to introduce my daughter to some nature and my my daughter was in the process of introducing herself to some nature. And so what did we do? We didn't even leave that little where we had parked right on the side of the road. We stayed right there for quite a long time, looked at the ants for as long as she wanted to and watched them do their thing. And we, we got to watching a certain ant and see how far it would go and how far it would come back. There was one ant that uh, had this little spot on it, and I, I still don't know what it was. So we could pick out this particular ant and we would just watch what it would do. And it was very interesting. So go with their pace. Uh, kids are at a slower pace, and that's all right. I mean, we all need to slow down on occasion. Another one is to expose them to different hikes. And I mentioned this earlier, we had different spots. But make sure that you take your kids and introduce them to different opportunities, whether that's a creek on this day or a lake on that day or uh, going to a ridge top on another day. Uh, sometimes you might go on a trail that is basically a nature awareness trail where there's a lot of uh, informational pieces like little booths or signage and stuff of that nature. Sometimes you may not have any of that, and there's a time for both, in my opinion. And that way your kids get to learn, they get the experience of being outdoors and all the things that go along with it. The next is to pack a lot of snacks. I've said this for years uh, because I teach a lot of outdoor classes, but there's two things that prevent people from wanting to go back to the outdoors, and that is they don't sleep good and they don't eat good. So if you can overcome those two things, then you help people want to go back. So anytime you go into the outdoors, if people can have stuff that they like to eat or enjoy to eat with them, then it makes it a little bit more enjoyable experience. And for a survival class, for survival training, eventually you get to the point where you take that stuff with them. If you're just taking your family out and go, ooh, boom, I want you to like this type of food and they never eat it, they may or may not like it. What I like to do early on, particularly with my children, was to take the typical type of snacks that they liked and make sure that they had what they enjoyed having with them when we went outside, and that made it a little bit more enjoyable. Make a game of it. That's the next suggestion that REI made, and I love it. And he, One of the things that we used to do uh, with my kids is we would basically play a treasure hunt. And so we would give the kids a list of 20 things that they had to find. You need to, you need to find a red oak leaf. You need to find a smooth rock. You need to find a rough rock. You need to find a dead leaf that's crumpled. You need to find something that's red. You need to find something that's orange. When they were little and they were learning, obviously we would take them around so they wouldn't pick up something like poison ivy. As they grew older, even, and I love doing this with adults even, is basically having a natural treasure hunt is have it in such a way that kids can learn and develop their awareness of what's going on around them. And that way, as you're hiking, they'll be on the lookout for that something red. They'll be on the lookout for a red oak leaf or whatever it might be. And that way, you can, again, develop their situational awareness, their critical thinking skills. And another thing that we did with our kids, and we did this in the vehicle, was we did a lot of geocaching with them. If you don't know what geocaching is, then look it up. Geocaching is a fun, super fun outdoor activity. Basically, there are little hidden caches of stuff all over the world, literally. And you can use an app on your phone. Now, we were using a GPS back then. Plug in the coordinates and then go to these different locations and find what is there. And you write your name and leave your name. Sometimes you can take gear that's left there. And it's usually small trinket type items, but you're always, always required if you take something, you leave something. And so, you know, the kids, we always went around going about trying to find different 
uh, geocaches that we always knew had trinkets and we kept a bag of those trinkets in the van so that whenever we went somewhere we uh, we would take something and add it to our trinket kit and then take something from our pile and put it in there and it, that's a lot of fun and we, we had a blast doing that that also has the benefit of helping kids learn basically wilderness navigation skills or any navigation skills road navigation and if you utilize it that way and now a quick word from our sponsor hey you yeah you i'm talking to you you like this podcast don't you and you're thinking about doing a podcast yourself. Let me tell you how easy it is to do this with Anchor. First off, the money's right. It's free. Zero cost. Secondly, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Bonus! You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You can offer rewards. So you can tell them if they do this type of behavior, then they might get something when they get back home or if they can identify a red oak versus a white oak or uh, they can find the state tree wherever you live or some variation of it, then they get some kind of special something when they get home. Also, uh, we always like to have, you know, some sort of goal out there. So there was some sort of reward, and Ari, I suggested this too, plan and end-of-the-hike reward. Sometimes that might be dinner afterwards. Sometimes that might be they get a dessert like ice cream or something, that variation. But whatever it is that you know that your kids really like, then find a way to reward them in helping them develop their their skill set outdoors so that they know, hey, if I go out and do this, I get to do this afterwards, which is really cool. And it is just a way of utilizing a reward-based system for helping kids to help get out. Another thing that we helped, and, and this is primarily something that my wife did with them, do some sort of sketching or drawing or writing. Now, we homeschooled our kids. And so a lot of times when we would do these trips, that was part of their homeschool. And so that was beneficial in that regard. Sketching is a very valuable way of helping people learn anything. I, I do it with adults, even law enforcement military when I'm teaching tracking is make sure they take some time to sketch and draw tracks because that helps imprint those things in their mind. By doing that, by taking a sketch pad, then you obviously encourage others to get inside and develop their creativity again, and that helps. This is interesting, but I'm part of a experiential learning, environmental education uh, through experiential learning group in my hometown. One of the members of that group did a an, an very intensive study. She has a master's degree in environmental education. She did a very in-depth interview of the people in my community. Now, this is a small town in Kentucky, okay? The national statistics bear this out as well, is that people want to do two things outdoors. And this may surprise you. They want to do arts and crafts, and they want to do music. And so anytime you can have an outdoor music festival, that's a good thing. That's why those things are so popular. But anytime that you can uh, add in some sort of arts and crafts, people inherently like that. And what I say is people that are not, uh, how do I say this, are more a visitor to the outdoors instead of immersing themselves in the outdoors. Now, in this particular case, I'm not suggesting 
to you people that spend a lot of time backpacking, hiking, hunting, uh, doing survival or bushcraft or whatever. I'm really speaking to those of you who have beginners in your family, particular kids, is if you can add some kind of art to it, uh, people, in, for the most part, inherently like that. Obviously, not everybody is, but that is something that is worthwhile. The next one that REI suggested is let them carry their own gear. I'm a huge fan of this. Let me tell you how I did this. Is one of the things that we did is we bought two little camelbacks. And, you know, camelback packs are small packs anyway. But we bought these two little camelback packs for my kids when they were little. Put their names on them so they had their own pack. And they got to carry a few little small items that belonged to just them. And, and we told them they could put whatever they wanted to in there. And I remember my daughter going down through the woods. That was when Blue's Clues was big. She had a bungee cord on the back of her little camelback. And she was going down through the woods with Blue Clues, Blue's Clues on her back. And, man, those are some good times. Those are some really good times. What this does is it allows the kids to carry their own gear. And they get more involved. And they have their own kit item. And, they, you know, if you're carrying a pack of some sort, they probably want to carry one too anyway. So that's a good idea to encourage them to to be able to carry their own stuff. The other part of this, as far as a camelback is concerned, is that kids love straws, okay? And so one of the things that we did is made sure our kids had their own camelbacks, and they had to take care of them too, so they learned some valuable lessons there on gear maintenance and stuff that goes along with it. One of the things that was helpful was these water carriers and the kids could carry their own water on their back so that's fun i mean it's just fun don't me wrong they sometimes squirt each other with them and all the things that go along with it you know that was just part of it that was part of the things that made it fun they had their own pack they carried their own water they were more involved in what it is that we were doing last but not least let's consider how to challenge your kids and this is true for any beginner whether they're kids or adults now, kids typically are, as REI suggested, they're, they're typically more resilient than the average adult that might be starting into doing outdoor adventure, okay? But with that said, if you expect your kids to go out and do a 20-mile hike on a day, then they're going to be miserable. They're going to, they don't have as much energy as you because they're smaller. It seems like they do, but they have boundless energy for a while, it seems, and then they're done. And when they're done, they're not having any fun anymore. We always had little small forays out and did something fun and then came home. And then we spent the night out and then we spent the weekend. And then we spent, you know, extended periods of time out in uncomfortable situations when it was extremely cold. Or we went out when it was uh, raining very hard and learned how to handle ourselves and what to do for safety and all the things that go along with it. These are all vital aspects to getting people outdoors and the reason i say that is because you've just got to let them crawl then cruise then run right because if you just thrust them into the middle of a long hike then you're going to lose them and once they've had that negative experience it's really hard to get them back it's imperative that we do those things in a staggered stair step pattern of building up their resilience rather than just throwing them to the wolves because that's never not a very good idea at all. So there you have it. That's a bunch of different ideas that we can share with you that'll help you get your kids out. And hey, for the for that matter, just help any beginner out. Uh, I've helped a couple of good friends of mine. There was one of my good friends is uh, he, all the way up into high school when we developed a, a really strong friendship. He was never a hunter. He didn't grow up in a house that that enjoyed hunting. They didn't have guns in the house, but he had a interest in it. And so I taught him how to hunt as an adult. And now he's surpassed me as a hunter in many respects. And so with that in mind, just 
stagger your way through these things. Don't throw people to the wolves. Help people develop their own skill set and find their own way of enjoying the outdoors as well as enjoying their time with you. And that way you as a family can find a more and varied ways to spend more time outside because the data, the research proves over and over and over again that being outside is good for us all, mind, body, and spirit. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Nature Reliance Media Podcast. We will do all we can to make this a great podcast, but we need your help. There are three simple and free ways you can help us out. Number one, subscribe to the podcast first. This ensures you get all episodes in a timely fashion. Number two, give us a great review. Five stars is fantastic, and where it is optional, please add in a sentence or two as well. We will read them all. Number three, share this podcast with your friends and family. As we move forward, leave us a voice message on Anchor or send us an email at info at naturereliance.org. We want this to be a mutually supportive community of listeners. Let us know what content you want to hear. If we can talk about it with experience, we will. And if we can't, we will find someone who can and interview them. Don't forget to look in the description below for links that we mentioned during the show. Come on, join in. Let's learn together. And that wraps up another fantastic episode of the Nature Reliance podcast. I hope today's journey has inspired you to explore and connect with the natural world in new and exciting ways. Before I say goodbye, remember to check out the Nature Reliance School online membership. If today's episode sparked your interest in wilderness skills and outdoor adventures, this online community is the perfect place for you to start or continue your journey. You can currently sign up for a year for only $99 and get two months for free. Click the link below to discover a world of expert-led courses, engaging content, and a vibrant community eager to share their knowledge and experiences. Whether you're starting your outdoor journey or looking to deepen your existing skills, the Nature Reliance School online membership is here to guide you. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe for more adventures and share this podcast with your fellow nature enthusiasts. Until next time, come on, join in. Let's learn together.